Hey, you, what's up, everybody? My name is Jay Helms, and I'm the founder of this podcast and movement known as the W2 Capitalist. Today's guest, or this morning's guest, Taylor Pugh. Taylor and I connected uh, through Facebook. I forget who reached out to who, but uh, I'm glad I'm glad we're connecting now. So uh, let me give you a little information on Taylor. Taylor is a cash flow investor in the Charlotte market. He focuses on solving problems for distressed property owners, often using creative financing techniques. Uh, he uses these techniques to buy single-family, multifamily, and businesses. And poor guy, he's he's not I say poor guy jokingly. I have three kids. I know what it's like when the first one comes around. Uh, just had a kid not too long ago, so he's he's dealing with that quite well. He joined me pretty early uh, to record this podcast. So uh, hats off to Taylor. Uh, and one thing I love about Taylor, you'll hear this in the. Uh, uh, during the episode, but he gives out his cell phone number. Uh, something I'm sitting here thinking, man, maybe I should. So if you join the Facebook group now, um, I actually changed that up. I actually post my cell phone number in the Facebook group. Uh, that's the real estate investing for the W two employee Facebook group. But uh, Taylor and I'll put links to the all these in the uh, episode. Uh, Taylor can be reached by on, on Facebook as well as his social pages under Kings and Queen City. He's got a little podcast there. I'll, I'll put a link to that in the show notes or by himself. So I'll give that to you. Now uh, it's at seven zero four seven two eight seven eight eight zero. Um, quite bold statement. My, my partner, Tim Kelly did that. Uh, first time I saw somebody do this was, was a while ago when Tim and I were on bigger pockets and, uh, that was pretty crazy. But before we get into the business of the day, let me point you to our affiliates. You can look at all of the affiliates at w2capitalist.com slash affiliates. But this one I'm pretty excited about. It's one of our newest, newest ones is dealcheck.io. Um, if you're looking for reports, if you're looking for ways to, to look at analyzing properties, investing investing in different things, so you, say you're a flip and hold guy and you want to get into uh, buying a uh, flip and hold. That's not even a thing, right? Flipping, uh, it's pretty early when I'm recording this, but if you're looking to, to, to go from flipping to buy and hold or you're doing buy and hold and you want to do multifamily and really focus on cash flow, Dealcheck.io is the best place to check this out. So uh, there's over 225,000 rentals that have have been analyzed and 175,000 flips that have been analyzed using this product uh, from over 100,000 users in five different countries. So you can you can get the special promo code at w2capitalist.com slash affiliates, or you can go directly to them as dealcheck.io in, in your favorite browser. Use the promo code W2CAP, as W2CAP at checkout, uh, and you get to try it for two months for free, absolutely free. But be sure to use the promo code because after that, you're going to receive an additional 25% off. Uh, and it's relatively inexpensive, right? I think it's like nine or 10 bucks a month. I don't know. I use it, but obviously I've got a little little bit on the inside. So um, with that being said, here's Taylor. Let's get to work. You are a W-2 capitalist. You are addressing the gap between your successful, fulfilling W-2 job and building wealth for your family through real estate investing. You are ready to earn, invest, repeat. Welcome to the W-2 Capitalist Podcast. Now, let's get to work. Here's your host, Jay Helms. Taylor, good morning. How are you? Oh, it's early for me. Is it? <laughs> so whatever. A lot, a lot of people say that. <laughs> this is early for me. Yeah, Charlotte. In Charlotte, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, um, it's not that early, man. Come on, it's uh, it, what's it? Six fifty-six. Your time? No, I, I don't get up till eight <laughs> thirty. Um, love it. I love no, it. We um, I was out networking last night, so. I didn't get I didn't get home from, from that till a couple minutes after twelve, and yeah. so like, I mean, hey, I'm gonna do what I'm gonna have to do. But uh, even when I'm at the networking event, I'm like, yeah, it's gonna be it's gonna be a short night. Yeah, that's that's awesome. Um, let's make sure we dive into that because that, that's something I don't do enough of, and I I rely on the uh, the family as my excuse, right? Um, yeah, because I spend enough time away from them with the W two and whatnot. But let's make sure we dive into that. So. Um, 
So you just cracked a, uh, a, a can. Was that a Bud Light or was that a Pepsi? All right, no, it was a Pepsi. Pe- All right. Pe- Pepsi for the win. Um, <laughs> you know, I never started drinking coffee. Uh, I had never dr- uh, drank coffee until we started having kids. And um, so this is, uh, it's a godsend for yeah. people who get up early. So uh, I do do one thing though. I, I make myself, I was telling a coworker this yesterday, that I make myself, first thing when I want to get up, I have to drink at least one. 16 ounce cup of water. I've, I've already done one. This is my second. Um, just to make sure that coffee is not the first thing that hits my. It, it would normally be water, but yeah. in case anyone listening doesn't know, like Jay makes you record this like crazy early, like 7 a.m. <laughs> well, it's, it's not that early, but you were just talking about how you were at networking. Yeah, last I, night, so. I'm, I'm, a, I'm a serial networker. Um, okay. And, and we can dive into that in a little bit, but um, in, in any case, uh, hey, Jay, appreciate you having me on the show. Appreciate you, you sharing me with your audience. Um, and uh, Absolutely. Thanks for, thanks for being here. Uh, uh, and I, I appreciate you being here. So let's take care of some business first. So I, I told you I stalked you a little bit. I did some research on you. Uh, understand you, you, you're active duty or you served in the Marines? Yeah, I, I was in the Marines for eight years. So thank you for your service. Very much uh, appreciated. Th- thanks uh, for the support. Uh, we, have a, we have a great country. I've, I've got to travel the world. And yeah. see places, uh, see places I'd never want to see again, and then other places that are the most that. beautiful places in the world. Yeah, and um, you know, it's it's a little bit of everything. So yeah, yeah, that's uh, uh, definitely um, a job I did not sign up for. Um, uh, number one, I don't think they would have taken me. But uh, <laughs> uh, so I, I always, uh, when I find out somebody served in the military, always super appreciative of that. But you and I connected on Facebook. I don't even know how we connected. Other than it was one of those pop up, hey, you've got mutual friends, and I'll tell you, I'm glad Facebook has that algorithm in there because you have some of the best posts. I, I try, I try. I man. don't know, I don't know. Uh, I, I just, I've probably stolen more more comments and and inspirational phrases from you than anybody else. So uh, that's uh, it's awesome. So I, uh, I normally most of my posts come from comments like. Uh, you know, I, I engage in a, in, I engage on my Facebook yeah. and, uh, you know, a lot of people that just post something and just let it, let it go where I'm, I'm more trying to have a conversation. Yeah. And so yeah. as we have that conversation, it'll inspire another thought. And so it's kind of like same, same thing. Like I'll end up stealing a comment and making that into the next post. Yeah. Um, and it just kind of keeps feeding itself. We, um, we, we talk about networking and for a lot of people, um, you know, I, I try to network three times a week. That's, that's my personal goal. Nice. Um, and a lot of people they've got, uh, as, as you, you know, family and, and friends, and they might not have the support that, that I have. Like I have a great support system. My wife supports what I do hundred percent. The yes. family supports what I do. But, um, a lot of people they'll go to this networking event. They can only stay till like not eight forty five on the dot because they have to get back home. And then when they get home, their family's like, Oh, you were at that real estate thing. And I'm putting yeah, air quotes for everyone listening. Quotes, yeah, yeah. And it's like, no, no, I'm, I'm at that thing. I'm at that real estate meeting. That's going to help change mine and my family's future forever. Yeah. And so we just try to be really supportive of, of those people that might not have that, uh, that backend energy or the, the support system. And I try to be a support form. You know, if, yeah. if I'm the one person on the internet that believes in them, um, I don't think there's anyone listening to this podcast for sure. Anyone listening to this podcast, but I don't think there's anybody that couldn't get four rentals. And if you only had four your whole entire life, you would do better than social security. Yeah. Yeah. We had, uh, it brings up an interesting point. We had our, um, you know, it's first of the year when we're recording this and we had our, uh, annual, I guess, annual 401k meeting yesterday. And I'm like, I would, I would have loved to have been the bug on the wall in there. I, you know, at the end, I, I decided to pump the brakes and not, I mean, there were some HR folks in there and whatnot. And I was like, I'm, I'm not going to, I'm not going to beat this guy up too much, but I, I did start asking some questions in, in the end. He was like, you know, this, this is probably, this has been really, really good questions, you know? And, and I walked away from that meeting thinking there's no way in hell I'm giving this guy my money. <laughs> Uh, you know, there's, I'm, well, I'm going to do the match because they've got a really aggressive match. Uh, and, and, um, you know, I, you know, I asked him yesterday. So here's one of the questions I asked him. I said, Hey, 
I said, so um, I don't remember if I prefaced this or, if, or, or whatnot, but I said, hey, uh, 72% of economists are predicting a, um, uh, a recession in the next year or two. You know, by 2020, 2021, there's going to be a recession. What, what do you say to a guy who's read that report and is uh, concerned about investing into the stock market when it's hitting its all-time highs right now? And, and, and I don't, he, he de- definitely dodges the question, you know, and, um, uh, so my follow up question was what, uh, what funds did really well during 2008 and 2010? And he, his answer was, well, you will just have to research that yourself. Great. <laughs> no, I, I, I thought that, well, to be fair, I, I don't think that he's allowed to recommend he, a specific fund. Yeah, and and that was not my question, right? I mean, it was specifically. You're you're correct. There are um, there's a couple ways they can set it up, right? You can select your funds, or they actually had a self managed. Uh, they had a self managed option, and then they also had a um, a portion where you can fill out this form to fill out how aggressive you are, and then it makes recommendations, yep. and then you actually have to choose. So yeah, you're right. He can't say you should do this. Right, he can give you some guidance, and that's one of those gray areas. But he, he totally just said you just have to research that yourself. So you know, you were you were on the right track, though. And I recommend this anyone that we, we talk about four hundred one k's, don't ever invest in them. However, if they're going to offer you a match, is the only exception because it's basically like them giving you a raise. Yeah. Right. And so you're um, you said they were aggressive. I'm going to use just random numbers here, but. If they're offering, say, a 5% match, even if you have to invest 10, like that's a good return. But don't invest a dollar over yeah. what they're willing to match. Yeah. Um, you know, my, my wife's got a W-2. And so um, as different programs come out and we, we do the math and figure out what makes sense for us and our family, it's always what is the best return? Again, as with everything with me, it's all about cash flow, right? Yeah. And so what is the best return on our money? And in this case, and, and to your point, um, max out that match, but yep. don't give them a penny more. Yeah. And understanding that, yes, the stock market is doing amazing as we sit and record this today. There's going to be a correction. And so you might have these great gains on paper, but until you realize that into an asset that you have control over, such as, uh, we we have a lot of people that loan us from self-directed IRAs and put that money into a, um, you know, an asset like a rental. Until you do that, you you don't have anything. And, and you might be able to say on yeah. paper, yeah, I, my my account has a net worth of X. Okay, but that it's the same same thing as gambling. Literally the same thing. Yeah, until you much. get until you get up from the table, you don't know what you have. Yeah. So I. I'm not not knocking in any way, but um, if you if you have a match, go up to your max match. Yeah. Don't invest a penny more inside of your your company. Yeah, and the good thing about this is they, you know, for employees who are hired to a certain date, and I fit that criteria, you're vested 100% already. And I'm oh perfect. Like let's do it. You know, that's I don't want to wait five years for y'all to match or whatever it was. I think it was three, but. Um, but yeah, it is cool. So, um, but yeah, so I don't know. This is how the show goes, right? I get off in these tangents and we just chase it. But the, the reason Brother, why I- talk, talk with me is, is chasing rabbits. <laughs> when, when I go up and speak, like literally watching me speak is fun. Um, uh, you know, we speak at a bunch of the local events and um, it literally is just like whoosh, in, yeah. in totally different directions. <laughs> but uh Oh, good. Yeah. You and I are kindred spirits then. That's fine. That's uh, no, but uh, so I reached out to you through Facebook. Right. And, and I was, I was going to go back and look at the post. And I was like, Oh, just, I've got to get this guy on. Um, but it was something you posted just a few days ago. Uh, and it's such great advice, right. Is, is, and I don't self-manage, uh, but I used to. And uh, so this is along the lines of the post you put out there was today is a six for most of us. It's late notice day. Everyone gets one no matter what. Uh, you can choose to file later, but today you give them a notice. Yeah. Hashtag follow the system. And that is such great advice because if you have one of those tenants that is routinely paying late or is late this time, because in January, 
I think this is January is usually the the uh, month when I did self manage where I got most of the hey I don't have the m- m- uh, money this month. It, right? Everyone is everyone's re- recovering from Christmas because that was a surprise. Right, we right. didn't know it was going to come this year, but yeah, you know, yeah. fortunately, fortunately, Christmas showed up, and yep. so everyone's recovering. And um, when I did self manage, I don't either. In fact, I recommend if you hear nothing else I say on the call, self managing was the thing that slowed me down the most in my business because. I don't like no one goes out and says, I'm going to become a lawyer, right? No one says I'm going to go out and become an accountant. We all say we're going to be real estate investors, but we choose to become property managers, right? No, just bring on a professional that that is their exact job. Um, and, and we can maybe dive down that hole later, but I literally slowed myself down by two years by self-managing where what I should have been doing is out finding deals and finding opportunities and growing my business. Um, but with all of that said, if you're going to self-manage, you have to have a system. Yeah. Um, we had a set of tenants that at one time it was a multifamily complex. One month I literally had every single tenant in court for paying. Oh, wow. (laughs) Every tenant. Um, and funny enough, it happened in January. Um, but you have to have a system, right? Everyone gets a notice. Everyone goes to court. Even after I'm granted an eviction, I can choose not to enforce that. Yeah. And so there's just power in the guys, we're going to follow the system. You're going to have a a late fee associated with or court fees or whatever you have written into your lease. And then, you know, that's going to be what it's going to be. And at the end of the day, I can't be, uh, you can't be a property manager if you're, if you have a bleeding heart and a lot of us do, and I do as well. Right. Yeah. Um, Yeah. But I hear what you're saying. I feel for you guys. Um, hey, just get this resolved before we get to court is literally all I'd say. I'm re- I'm required to give you this notice. And that's a lot softer way than I've put it in the past. <laughs> there's there's some other. <laughs> so it's awesome. It's good. In, in fairness, um, man, I, I wonder if the guys ever going to listen to anything I say, but um, there was one dude at one of my first units that didn't pay and I needed the money. And like I'm, we talked about it earlier. I'm, I'm a Marine. I literally screamed at this dude. <laughs> top of top of my lungs screamed yeah. at this dude and he didn't deserve it yeah. uh you know he was just doing the best for him and his family and i think back to that often and you're like it's just a it's it's just a business yeah I, here's the paper and like um hey either pay me or don't yeah i'm gonna yeah. i'm gonna follow my rules and you're gonna follow your rules and it'll work out and and you know if if somebody does have a soft heart and you and you know that about yourself, then you just need to skip being a property manager altogether. You yeah, know, it, well, just don't even start out that way. To here in Charlotte, I'll, I'll give a shout out to my property manager. Uh, I have this yeah. guy Michael Bowman in Charlotte, who uh, even last night um, he shows up to the networking event and he's you know talking business with me, and um, he just takes care of everything. We had a funny side story to that is. I had a tenant on Friday give me um, 30 day notice. Okay, part of the business. Yep. And so um, I had emailed the team and like, okay, well, hey, set up a showing so I can do, uh, so we can do the walkthrough, take take a look at what needs to be fixed. In this case, I'm actually taking some, I'm gonna go do the walkthrough because we might be selling the property. Um, normally I wouldn't, in this case, I'm going to. And so <laughs> as he's getting ready to schedule that, they're like, oh, we've decided we wanna stay and wanna sign another year lease. So what happened in the last weekend that they decided to change their mind? Oh, they went out and looked, they realized they can't find anything comparable and they want to try to lock in the low rate. Uh, (laughs) Okay. Well, if you stay, we're going to bump it up to market rent. So you're not, it's just fun. Uh, (laughs) Tenants are funny things. Yeah, they are. Uh, And I'm glad I do not deal with them. Uh, And I have a great property manager too. Uh, Matter of fact, uh, so we invest kind of all over the place. I'm located in Pensacola, Florida, um, and it's an extremely hot market. We haven't been able to find deals in this market for a couple of years now. And um, But I will say that I've started, I, f- I found a, an awesome property manager uh, in, in uh, Mobile, Alabama, and I look for properties there, right? Because I know that property manager is so solid. Matter of fact, I've got a call with him today. And I've got some, um, I've got a self-directed IRA back to the 401k. Uh, and I've got uh, some money there that's kind of burning a hole in my pocket. I need to 
put it to work and, and, um, I'm hoping he's got something going on that, that I can dive into, but. Well, Jay, uh, you point out all, all sorts of things. Yeah. Um, hey, so for silver, so anybody listening, we have a couple of things. Jay is clearly a buyer in both Pensacola and Mobile. And Mobile. <laughs> so if you've got a deal, your first call needs to be to Jay. <laughs> I appreciate that. <laughs> he points out a second really important thing. Guys, you don't have to invest where you live. Yeah. I, I do virtual wholesale deals all the time with people. Um, one of my favorite ones was, uh, the other way somebody had virtually wholesaled to me in Charlotte. Um, I, again, going to a networking meeting and the meeting yep. got canceled on me somehow, um, which leads to another great story. But, um, I showed up to a meeting that didn't exist basically. And I was kind of frustrated, but an email comes popping across and they're like, Hey, I've got this opportunity. That's a couple blocks from where I'm at. I cruise <laughs> over there. I pull up in front of the house and well, I call him immediately. Yeah. And I say, Hey, I'll take it. I want to say it was 20 grand for a house or something in Charlotte. That's a great deal. Um, he's like, well, I need you to see the property first. Okay. I'll be there in 10 minutes. Yeah, dude, I'm sitting outside of it. <laughs> pull, pull in front of the house. I'll take it. Okay. We'll go inside. The lockbox code is okay. I'm like rolling my eyes at this point. Go, go to the walkthrough. It's, you know, in, in decent condition, uh, needs some work. Great. I, I literally know who my buyer already is for it. Yeah. I'll take it. He gets me the contract. I make two, I, I make, um, one call to make sure somebody's coming to a networking event. And then I go to my networking event that night and I signed the contract and made, I don't know, five grand or something in three hours of work. Um, awesome. Virtually wholesale. And the, the funny part about it is that like um, other people, they would have taken time and done all this research and guys just take the action. Yeah. Right. Yeah. <laughs> that is a big thing that I, I see, you know, I don't know. I don't know why, but we all fall victim to this, especially when you're starting out is that, Oh, should I do this? Should I do that? Just, just do it. Just do whatever it is. You know, um, one of the things that I've focused on myself is, uh, and I'm forgetting the book. You may know this book, but it basically says it's the one thing, right? Uh, that's my, that's my number three book. Yeah. So it was number one and number two. So we'll give the list for everyone listening. Okay. The number one book of all time that everyone in America should read is The Richest Man in Babylon. Okay. Hands down, the best financial advice for the largest percentage of people that would do the best good is The Richest Man in Babylon. Okay. I number struggle two. with that book. I don't know why, but I, I think it's because I tried to consume it on audio and the, uh, the narrator, I just couldn't. Anyway. There, there's, right, a couple different, there's a couple different narrators. There's okay. a version on YouTube for free. Okay. So anyone listen to this, it's four hours. It's told in parable format, so it's like the same format the Bible is told in, how they tell a story to make a point. Right. Um, Rich Man of Babylon, number two is The Alchemist. Okay. Uh, number three is The One Thing. Number four is The 10X Rule. And then number five is uh, Cashflow Diaries by Jay Massey. In disclosure, number five is the first real estate book. And so the other ones are like uh, mind, Mindset and Financial Freedom to get you in the right place to start wholesaling. Like it, like yeah, it. yeah. It's they're, they're great starting points, um, and uh, you know, a lot of people when they they when they want to work with me are, are like, "Hey, how do I get started?" Well, go read a book. Oh, well, I read the I read the synopsis. Okay, if you won't read a four hour <laughs> book, you're not going to yeah. do the hard stuff I need done. So, yeah. good good luck. Good luck, man. Sorry, I got nothing for you. Yeah, it's literally. Yeah, you probably fall in the same thing, the same boat. But when people the more conversations you're having and the more, and you do um, a lot more networking than I do, but um, people want you to mentor them and coach them. Right. 24 uh, seven. Literally. It, I, I get three, three texts or calls a day. Yeah. And it's funny how, when you task them, okay, here's what I need you to do. And they don't do it. Like, All right. That was your shot. <laughs> I don't know if you give them second chances or not, but I, I, I don't uh, not to. <laughs> I actually um, have stepped away from mentoring a little bit. And that's not to say that I still don't help people as, as needed, but I used to actually do like paid mentoring and some other yeah. stuff. And and what I came to realize is if you're not going to do it for yourself, you're not going to do it for me. And here's what um, I'm going to paraphrase some of the uh, items from actually a the meeting last night. A lot of people, they they don't want a mentor. What they want is they want, Somebody that they can ask a question to. Okay, well, you have Facebook. Yeah. 
like choose three people on Facebook and, and value their opinion, or they want to be told what to do. Okay. If you're a entrepreneur, you shouldn't need anyone to tell you what to do. And if you need someone to tell you what to do, you're not an entrepreneur. That's simple. Yeah. Well, and some of the things that I run across too is they want somebody to do it for them. 100%. And it's such a line of me more than anything. <laughs> it's such a line of like, man, I really want to help, but I can't, I can't want it for you. I, I have a yeah. sign for anyone. Uh, I don't know if you post the video, but I have a sign sitting in the back of my room here and it says, we'll work for millions. There you it's like, go. It's like a homeless <laughs> sign, right? It does look like a homeless sign. <laughs> no, that's what it is. And so, um, guys, I'm going to work for my millions. Yeah. I, I don't need someone to give it to me. I don't need, uh, sorry, I'm smiling here. My, yeah. I, I hear my son just got up in the other room. Um, <laughs> and so the boss is, he, he's an excited person in the morning. Anyways, um, I don't need someone else to work for it. I've got yeah. my kids and my wife that that's my motivation to work for it and, and build what we're building and, um, you know, change our family tree Yeah, where um, maybe I should jump into it at the beginning, but guys, I grew up in LA, like, Mom and dad were teachers. We, we didn't have extra, there, there wasn't any extra money. Um, you know, the, the bill collectors calling on a daily basis to try and get some bill paid. And like, if you didn't recognize the number, you didn't pick up the phone type thing. So, yeah. <laughs> um, you know, it, it's just a different lifestyle that I want my family and, you know, the circle around me to live a different lifestyle. My, my son um, has been out of the country. He has a passport. Like, Nice. How many people, how many people listening have never been out of the country? My son's 18 months old and has been out of the country. Yeah. My son's 18 <laughs> months old and has stamps on his passport. Like it's, wow. I, didn't, I didn't get a passport till I was 30 something. Yeah. I was mid twenties for sure. And, and it's just such a, he's going to live such a different lifestyle that it's amazing and fantastic. I have to work to make that happen. Yep. Yep. Back on the uh, mentoring, uh, piece i'm with you i don't get i don't do paid mentorships um i do have that mastermind right where people yep. come and it's essentially just a gym membership right well, masterminds yeah. are different though masterminds yeah, 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 are not yeah. mentorship right They're not, correct yeah there is a, a huge difference quite frankly i think the best mastermind calls that we have are the ones that i'm not on and i've told this to the group is that when we've got a, a couple of people that'll lead those um, I hear your son too. That's awesome. <laughs> I have a really good mic. And oh, so uh, <laughs> we'll leave that one in. If it gets annoying, we'll edit the rest out. Yeah, that's fine. That's fine. Hey, I've probably got another 20 minutes before my crew starts waking sure. up and getting get going too. So, um, but yeah, it, it's more like a, it's a gym membership, right? And you're, you want that accountability because well, frankly, I don't have a gym membership. What I do is it's enough for me right here in the house quite That's frankly I, and and um i'm really out of shape i don't even know why i'm, <clears throat> I'm talking about gym memberships but anyway um you have a mental gym membership as as your I, uh mastermind mastermind and that's it and that's it you know you we've got people um most of them are on facebook most of them i've connected through facebook and the, it's it's more than just a post or a comment you know it's a virtual live session like we're doing right here mm -hmm. um so I highly recommend the mastermind way, right? If you don't join us, join one, get into some networking events. Uh, you know, I, I imagine there's a local RIA for where you're at and where that happens. Um, we have, yeah, we're so blessed in Charlotte. Like, and, and I hate bragging yeah. about it, but I oh, literally, away, man. <laughs> when, when I get done on this call with you, I'm leaving to go to a breakfast meeting. Nice. Um, and so in Charlotte, there's 15 meetings you can go to a week. Literally, it's like AA. Wow. Um, yeah. and, and there's probably eight different solid groups that host different sets of meetings. And so um, the funny story that we were going to get back to is that meeting that was canceled, what had happened is I had gone on Meetup and joined all these Meetup groups. And one of the groups didn't keep their calendar up to date properly. So I show up to a Golden Corral and I, guys, I am gotcha. not, nothing wrong with Golden Corral. I am not a golden crowd person. That is yeah. not, that's not me. I'm not either, but it's and okay. so I, <laughs> I grabbed my Pepsi and like a slice of pizza and I'm sitting in the back, like waiting for anyone to show up and no one did frustrated about that and do this in your local market. If it doesn't exist yet on the, on the Charlotte, like we have a general Charlotte networking page for real estate investors. One, 
if you don't have a general networking page for your area, go form that. Yep. Part two of that was I then took all of the local events and I put them on one calendar. And so there's a Google calendar for all of Charlotte. And if there's a meeting that I, even if I'm not going to go to it, like there's meetings I don't go to, that's probably not true, but there's meetings I, <laughs> there's meetings I, I don't go to just because of timing. We'll say that. Yeah. It's not yeah. like I, I dislike with the content, but um, they're still on the, on the calendar. And so every person asks about a meeting. Yeah, here you go. Here's 15 networking opportunities. Tell me why you can't make one of them. Yeah. Oh, you can't do mornings? Okay. There's 47 at night. Yeah. Oh, you can't do evenings? There's three morning meetings. You can't do any of it? There's two of them that are virtual. Yeah. Tell me, tell me where you keep making excuses. Well, quite, quite frankly, that's why I created the, the mastermind because it's, it's virtual. And you know, I don't know how many, how many kids do you have? Sorry, I asked you that when you were taking us up. So. Mid, mid, mid the, and holding holding fingers up doesn't help anyone. On for anyone not viewing yeah. the video, Taylor held up. <laughs> please let the please let the record reflect. Taylor held up one finger. One finger. So so I've got three. They're all uh, five and under, and uh, so it's a little bit of a hassle, right? I don't know how you get out of bed in the morning. Good for you. That's, well, that's I have an amazing trick. wife. Back to that part where you have a significant other who fully supports what you're doing, right? Um, without her. Uh, being on board, none of this would happen, right? So, um, but I, I, I don't go to those networking events because it's time away from from them. Uh, so I did create the virtual mastermind to where all the whole, all the calls are hosted here, right? So we may hear them scream here in a little bit, and that's okay. Perfect, perfect, man. That's that's cool. Uh, and again, how different is their life going to be than yours was, right? Like, uh, it's already tremendously different. <laughs> we uh, and, 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 and that's not, and just to clarify, that's not 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 a knock on my parents. My my parents gave us everything that we needed and could. And right? could. They yeah. did the best they could, and we yeah. had to. We when we started, uh, I have a twin brother, so uh, Taylor you wears best with him, right? I do. Taylor wears a hoodie. Ed wears a hat. So okay. Um, <laughs> If you run into one of us, that's how you know. But uh, we had to, when we first got started, we had to pull our parents aside and be like, guys, hey, we're going to say things that might sound like we're being negative and we're not. It's just, they told us the the, the line of go to college, get a job, um, get married, have some kids, work for 40 years, and you can retire with a gold watch, right? Like that's right. what was taught to us. And it's not that they knew any different. That's just what they knew. And guys, we just all know that that, that system is now broke. Yeah. That you can't do that today. We know there's a better way. I know there's no one on this call or on this podcast that couldn't be financially free in yeah. five years. Yeah. And I just, man, I, I can't implore you enough. Just go do the work. And if, and Hey guys, I'm, I'm brave. If you need someone to talk to, obviously Jay's masterminds, the, the starting point, but if you want a quick consult, 704, 728-7880. Taylor Pugh's cell phone. Call me. Tell me that number one more time. 704? Jay's saving his phone. 704. 728-7880. And I'll make sure to put that in the show notes as well. Hey, cool. I'd love to chat with anyone. I'll point you in the right direction. Like Jay said, I don't actually do a ton of mentoring. One, because it would be cost prohibitive for you to actually get the amount of time you'd need. And two... If you're not going to do it for yourself, you're not going to do it for me. Yeah. Um, but I, I'll, I'll point with all that said, I'll still point you in the right direction and I'll, I'll give you some tips, but um, man, I need you to want it bad enough for you. Yep. I need you to want it bad enough for your kids. And, and uh, one of my partners, uh, he and I were interviewed on, on bigger pockets and he gave out a cell phone number too. And, and during the show, and he didn't tell me he was going to do it. And I was like, what are you doing? He goes, look, he goes, the hundreds of thousands of people or whoever's going to listen to this, Maybe one percent is going to actual call. Maybe. Yeah, I get. And he's right. Uh, he's I right. Get three calls per podcast I do. Yeah. And, and normally it's just, hey Taylor, I really appreciate the content. And guys, man, in all seriousness, that means so much. Like, uh, I don't need your validation, but guys, the fact that I know that I'm helping somebody change yep. their family tree—that's the reason we do it. If I change a hundred, if I change a hundred people, Jay changes a hundred people, and those hundred people change a hundred people. You only have to go one more before you get to a million people's lives changed. Yep. So it's it definitely um, 
it is very rewarding to to wake up and have those emails or texts or some, hey thank you you know and for whatever what they're talking about it's it's um it is part of one the reason of the, why you do it right yeah one of the coolest ones i posted something the other day and some dude comes on and he says hey taylor i don't do anything in your um in your industry i'm not in i'm not in real estate um i just wanted you to know i really appreciate what you do and it was so-and-so from Pakistan. Wow. Guys, the dude's in Pakistan. Like, yeah. how cool is it? How cool is what we do? <laughs> and, uh, you know, he found inspiration in, in my quotes and inspiration in my um, Facebook stuff. If you want to see that and you're not on my page, I'm actually maxed out at 5,000 friends. I try to add people. Like Jay said, um, when I'm adding people, I'm always looking for who has the most mutual friends. Um, because it yep. means that they're on the same journey as me. Exactly. But if you want, if you wanted to, you could go to Jay's page or my page, and there's a follow thing where you could just follow my posts, and it'll show those to you as well. And I'll I'll make sure to put that on the uh, the show notes as well. Yeah. Hey, cool. So you're in Charlotte. Do you invest just in Charlotte? I've realized there's a lot of business stuff that we didn't get into <laughs> that I normally get into. So we'll, we'll need a part two. Yeah. Let's let's back up for a minute and talk about your resume as a real estate investor. Right. You're focused on buy and hold right now, but you mentioned doing some uh, virtual wholesaling. But you're you're in Charlotte. Do you invest just in Charlotte, or do you have multiple markets you focus on? Yeah. Um, so primarily we're in Charlotte. Um, I'm now actually branching into another local market, uh, Myrtle beach okay. and, yep. um, trying to find, in fact, uh, I have some opportunities I have to go look at down there. So it's, uh, for me, it's about three hour drive. Um, I have to figure out when probably this week I'm going to get down there either Thursday or Friday and get those looked at, but primarily for everyone listening. Yeah. We're, we're investors in Charlotte. Um, and not because Charlotte's the best market there is, but I find so much opportunity in my home market that I don't have to go anywhere else. For most people, you drive, you drove by more opportunity yesterday mm-hmm. than you could monetize in a lifetime. Yeah. You just didn't know it. Right. That, that house that has the overflowing mailbox, that house with the tall grass, um, my city tracks, uh, whose grass is cut by the city. Well, those might be people in need of some support. Yeah. I have this argument with my CPA uh, at least once a year <laughs> that every mile that I drive is for uh, research. <laughs> uh, no, no. Well, so that's why you have two cars, right? It, my, exactly. My car, oh. every mile I drive and every, every meal I eat is real estate related. Yep. And here's my challenge. Find one person I've talked to in the last year that didn't know I was real estate. Yeah. Find, go find one. My Uber drivers, when I'm riding in the car with them, Hey, that's a captive audience. And on top of that, it's a captive audience who drives around all day. Yeah. I guess you have a new bird dog. Exactly. That's so, brilliant. Yeah. That's brilliant. Well, I've tried, I've tried doing the, um, the male people for bird dogs. Yeah. And um, I've never found one that successfully wanted to do it or they were scared they were going to get in trouble. So, yeah, that, that would, I could see where that may cross the line a little bit. Uh, conflict of interest. I, I don't know. I don't know. That's a I great mean, idea, though. <laughs> all, all I'm telling you to do, it, you know, UPS delivery drivers, uh, Grubhub, yeah. like any of these stuff where people drive it. But <clears throat> yeah, so primarily we're in Charlotte. I appreciate you using the mute button there. I do that so often. And you're right. The video, I don't uh, use the video, but if it, like you just saw me blowing it. <laughs> hey, um, I have. A, I, I, have a, I appreciate the mute button. I'm just uh, that. So I appreciate that. I have a little bit of a cough, and so I'm trying. To, I'm trying to fight through it, but um, yeah, I'll start that again. <clears throat> yeah. So um, Charlotte's our primary investing market. What we have found is that there's a lot of people that need our help, and so um, there's a bunch of lists out there. The best one for me personally is if I was getting started today, what would I do? I would go door knock pre foreclosures in your market. Don't call, don't do anything else. You can do that. Like as you scale, you'll have to start doing that because you can't door knock every door. But if I was just starting out today, I would go door knock the pre foreclosures and then drive for dollars. That's it. That's all I would do. If I was driving for dollars, I'd go get 50 leads a day, go get those 50 leads skip traced today and call them today. That would be a complete cycle of action. And I would do that every day. If you did that in your local market, you would have a deal in two weeks. Yeah. If in two weeks you don't, 
post the results in Jay's mastermind, post the results to me, you're not doing something right. Yeah. It, I'm going to lean on you to f- tell them what they did. Cause I've never done skip tracing. I've never done wholesaling. That's just, I tried it when I very first started, I bought a list, um, quickly discovered that my criteria was not accurate. That happens. <laughs> I've, I've flipped the, uh, I flipped the, uh, the equity on the properties. Uh, when I did it, I believe it's what it wasn't that, what was it? It doesn't matter what it was. It was wrong there. You made it, you made an error. Yeah. I made an error and I was like, uh, this is not for me, but it was enough to, you know, I was hesitant cause I don't have a very outgoing personality. Right. Mm-hmm. Uh, part of the reason why I don't go to so many networking events is I am, I'm an introvert. And when people hear that, they're like, but you have this podcast. I am extremely comfortable behind a camera and a keyboard. Yeah. It's something I, I can control. It's usually one-on-one. You put me on a crowd. I shut down pretty quickly. I am actually the ultimate introvert. Yeah. Um, my very first meeting, I'm literally hiding in the corner. Like, yes, literally. yes, me too. <laughs> and, um, what I, what I've come to realize and, and I'm so passionate about real estate, it's the one thing that's pulled me out of being an introvert. Yeah. And so yeah. like in real estate world, I can go speak on a stage. I get hyped up. I get the energy. And as soon as I'm done, I'm like, I have to go hide in my closet and, and yeah. <laughs> I have to go hide in my office here for, for three days and decompress from it. Yeah. But I get such a high from, um, from being around people and sharing the experience and growing, um, you know, their self-awareness that it, I, I fight through it to, to do it. But, yeah. um, I challenge it, anyone that anyone that's listening to this and, and has the ability, you should start a local meetup. My first meetup we started was in an IHOP. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I went to I went to an IHOP and I said, "Hey guys, what's the slowest night you have?" Wednesday. This IHOP happens to have like a side room kind of thing. Hey, if I brought thirty people in on a Wednesday night, could you guys support that? We sure could. Yeah, they'd and, love and to have that. Yeah, the, the meeting still goes on now, and it's five years later. Every Wednesday at an IHOP here in Charlotte, there's a meeting. Yeah, and, and um, you know that grew into a bunch of other stuff, but um, so. Back to your portfolio it. or leading to that. How long have you been investing? Yeah. Um, the, the, the short version of Taylor is um, <laughs> <laughs> I was laid off and fired twice. I, I, I want to get into that because the, the comment I, I heard was I was laid off and fired twice in the same week by the same company. Did I get yeah, that right? Yeah. Yeah. So um, I was laid. Uh, this is, this one's weird. I was, I had a job. And we both agreed I wasn't coming back to work. So I don't, I didn't want to be there and he didn't want me there. I don't know what that counts as. <laughs> okay. Uh, he gave me a week of severance. Okay. So um, I had a job the next day. And so second job working there for a month or two. Um, and I guess there was someone's job that was to make sales, right? In every organization, you have to make sales. He didn't know how to do his job. So <laughs> the shift I was on got called into work on a Friday and told, hey, don't come, or on Thursday, and said, hey, don't come back to work tomorrow. Okay. So I went home and cried about it over the weekend. That Tuesday, they called me back and said, hey, come back to work. I'm like, okay, cool. Come back in the next day, um, either Tuesday or Wednesday, whatever it was. And uh, I'm the only person they'd call back out of that whole shift. And so I'm working on this new shift. And that next Friday, that shift got laid off. So I got laid off by the same company twice in two weeks. And, uh, I told him, I'm like, guys, like literally hiding my car because I'm concerned about it getting towed. Like my, my cell phone's about to be shut off $3 <laughs> to my name. And I'm like, guys, don't take this personal. But if I leave today without a job, I can't come back. Yeah. And, um, so I went to my mentor who's a millionaire in real estate. And I said, I don't care what you need done. I didn't ask her to mentor me. I didn't ask anything. I said, I don't care what you need done. You need paint delivered. Uh, you need, uh, house pictures, you, whatever you need, I'll do it. She said, okay. So she said, okay, we'll show up at my house at, you know, again, to the early thing. I actually got up early back then. I, I was hungry <laughs> back not then. not early, Taylor. Come on, man. <laughs> um, so um, got up got up, and was at her house at 7 o'clock. And I think the first day was, hey, go deliver paint an hour yeah. away. She gave me some cash for gas. I put the, the, the paint in, in my car and delivered it. And then when I got back, guess what? I got to ask a couple questions of a millionaire for a couple minutes. Hmm. Now, how did you find this millionaire real estate investor? Um, a networking event. She yeah. was she was the lead of one of the networking events, and um, you know she'd given her cell phone. So I just 
Hey, how, how do you need help? It turned into eventually me getting paid, I don't know, something really exciting, like 15 bucks an hour to, to help. Yeah. Her. <laughs> and but the um, bottom line is you took action, you know, back to the, one of the very first things that we talked about was you, you took action. You just did something. Right? Yeah. So, uh, it turned into doing a rehab with her. Actually. Um, I found a nice. great deal <laughs> as we're at that rehab. Um, I pull up in the front yard. I'm assembling some Ikea cabinets. Don't ever trust a contractor to do that. They're going to screw it up. So I'm assembling some <laughs> Ikea cabinets and uh, a work truck pulls up out front. Yeah. And um, kind of looked like my car was in the way. So I walk out front and it wasn't a work truck. It was a tow truck towing my car. <laughs> so I had my car repossessed from, uh, from the, the job site, from the job site with my millionaire mentor standing right there. Wow. Uh, you want to talk about a humbling experience. Yeah. That yeah. was, that was a, and then Uber wasn't a thing then. So my yeah, millionaire yeah. mentor had to drive me an hour and a half out of the way to drop me off at my house. Uh, it's pretty it awesome was, mentor, by the way. It was a, <laughs> well, awesome. mentor. She's good people, but um, yeah. it was a humbling experience. And, and like, it's, it's funny the jokes now, but at the time, like that was, that was very real. Yeah. Right. I, I'd been laid off. I, my car was just actually twice. Um, I had been working for her. So she fronted me the money that I had earned to get my car back and, and some other stuff. But like, um, at the time it was very real. So there's people listening. They're like, man, I'm, I'm in that boat. You can do this. Yeah. Right. Like there's opportunity you drive by. There's a, a vacant house down the street from you guys. Just go look up the owner and call them. Yeah. I, I will say though, we are in a hot job market and if you're getting laid off right now, something's wrong and you probably don't need to be working that job anyway. <laughs> oh, for, for sure. And you know? today that's true. Yeah. In another two years, it's not going to be the case, guys. I, I, I agree. I, I think there's something that's going to happen um, for sure. We'll see. Maybe you and I are wrong. We'll, we'll uh, I, I pray to be wrong, but I think I'm right. Yeah. <clears throat> yep. The uh, the economy is going cycles, and it has to happen um, for the health of the economy. And yeah. we see the uh, currently, this is this will lose um, kind of context as we get further and further out from today, but uh, we see money being pumped into other markets, you know, billions and billions of dollars being propped up to uphold other markets. And as we go through, um, for, for us, it's, you know, 2020. So we have an election year Yeah. and during election year, there's one side of the equation that wants the economy to do real well. One side that wants to do terrible. Yep. And so there's a, a battle going on. Yeah. <laughs> but, um, that's going to continue. And so, through the end of the year, we'll probably have a pretty strong economy. Yeah, I, I think at least until the re-election happens, it'll everybody's going to be fine for sure. I, I, uh, you know, I don't have a fight in it one way or the other. Literally, um, I don't know anything about politics. I try to stay entirely out of it, and none of that influences my politics of my house. Like mm -hmm. the money that's wasted or spent in, you know, Washington doesn't influence my house budget. And I think a lot of people need to stop focusing on what they're doing and focus on your stuff first. Go make yourself a billion dollars and then be able to change the, the dynamic of the conversation. Yep. That's, but that's true. There's, One of the best things I did, uh, this is probably 15 years ago now, sorry to cut you off, was to take something out of uh, Tim Ferriss's four-hour work week and turn the news off. I, I have not watched mainstream media news and I don't know how long. I mean, it's been literally 15 years. Now, if a story comes up, I want to get the 15-minute snippet before they start pounding it into you. I'll do that, but I, I don't watch anything. You know, it's, it's, it's been I think such he's got, incredible left. I think he's got a saying in there, something like, and, and I forget what he calls it, but if it's a big enough news story, I'm going to hear about it. Yeah, it's right? going to make it to you, right? It, 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 today, we're currently having the thing with Iran, like that's yep. going to be what it's going to be. And so like, I know about it because enough people are talking about it. Yes, But exactly. following, um, you know, following a, a, a independent news or <laughs> we were watching the TV the other day and it says, it's a uh, Sunday afternoon. We were watching the football game actually. And the, the ad comes on tune in tomorrow morning for the weather. Wait, you want me to wait fourteen what? hours? <laughs> I have the weather literally on my watch. Watch. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You want me to wait 14 hours? <laughs> but, um, uh, you know, we, um, we don't, we don't follow the mainstream media. What I will say is that personally, whatever you believe, I think if Trump is reelected, we continue to have a stronger economy for a little bit of time. Right. I think if whoever the Democrats elect is elected, that there will be a 
contracting of the market in a very short succession yeah. as um, employers won't have the um, the funds available through tax breaks and blah, 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 whatever. Like I'm not going to go all into it. All. Right. Right. I yeah. think, I think if a Democrat is elected, the contraction will happen sooner. Yeah. And I even think with, if Trump's reelected, um, I, I, I think that there will be a small correction, right? Yeah. I, I think we'll get past the reelection and then a small correction will happen. That way the economy boosts again and Trump goes out of his presidency with a real strong economy. Uh, that sounds like a, a realistic plan. Uh, and yeah. that, there's other people that we'll are forecasting uh, 2000, um, sorry, 2023, 2024 is when the recession hits because that'll be at the end of Trump's presidency. Yeah. Um, I, I'm not saying it has any influence on me, but um, not that it doesn't have influence on me. Right. I, I'm not like immune to it somehow. But on the grand scheme, I can't change any of it. Yeah. I, th I think um, a Democrat in office is going to be better for my business because there'll be more opportunity to solve problems of people in real need. Gotcha. And, and what yeah. we do is solve problems. So it's, yep. it, there's people that won't be able to afford to pay mortgages. How do we I've help? never looked at it that way. <laughs> it's what we do is solve problems. Yeah. And yeah. so there'll be more problems to solve. Yep. So, uh, it's amazing how quickly 45 minutes will go by. So, but I want to, there's one thing I want to make sure we talk about. Uh, you mentioned him earlier is your brother, Ed. So you invest with your brother, right? Yeah. Um, we, we actually have a, a really great relationship. Um, and I'm fortunate to have, it's not only my brother, he's my twin brother. And so, oh, um, okay. Okay. Yeah. Um, I, I get the opportunity to invest with him and, uh, we, we have a really good time. And the reason, the reason I bring that up. So I have a brother too. Now we're not twins. We're, we're 13 months apart. Uh, we fought like cats and dogs growing up, you know, and I'm sure you and your brother did too. And we had the, it does happen. It, yeah, it does happen. <laughs> we, we still do. Yeah. <laughs> uh we had um we had the opportunity my brother and i had the opportunity to work together a couple of different um companies and uh at the end of that second company we just said look it's probably just not meant for us to work together right and there's, no, there's nothing wrong with that there's nothing wrong with that but, but you know i'm like i've tried to introduce him to what we're doing um and not very receptive Right. There's a lot of people out there like that. Uh, he's not the only family member that's like that. You know, you mentioned the parents, same as my parents. You know, my, my dad uh, retired uh, recently uh, from being a lieutenant commander in the local fire department. My mom recently retired from being an office manager, very middle class. Uh, you know, so they're, they're much, they didn't even want us to go to college. Right. It, you know, talking about your parents and their story was go to college. The ours was like, look, go learn a trade, get a good job. Hey, they probably gave you the better advice than they did. Market. I've said so many times that the best, best advice my dad ever gave me that I did not take was when I was in high school. And he said, look, cause you know, most firemen have a second job, right? Mm -hmm. the, and that, most that's why work, they do it. Cause you work, you work eight to 12 hours or eight to 12 days a month. Yes. And then you're off. Yeah. The investing fireman. I don't know if you know, Mike Webb. He's, he's got it going on. But um, in high school, my dad's – and he had all the connections too. But he said, look, and as your sophomore year gets your license, take that summer and work for an electrician. The next summer, take it and work for a plumber. And the, th and the third summer, work for a, just a general carpenter. And That's he had all advice. these and – I, and I didn't take him up on it. And I was like, no, nah, I don't want to do that. That, and that it, is, man, if that's a, that needs to be like the liner of the show right there. That's the yeah. best advice. <laughs> and, and that is the best advice I ever received from him that I did not take. And I'm thinking, you know, now that we're in this real estate biz, how much that would have helped me, you know, just understand the business that much more. But well, we, we own a carpet cleaning company, right? And oh, yeah. it, if somebody was to go figure out how to get a carpet cleaning truck, it'd be, I don't know, probably 70 grand all in. Like it's not a huge investment. You'd make, right about a hundred dollars an hour. Yeah. Cleaning carpets. You ain't, you don't have to be, um, you don't have to have a, you know, a billion master's degrees and stuff. And there's nothing bad with that. I'm not knocking anyone that has that, but if you just wanted the trade, just clean carpets. Yeah. But 
um, you're right. It, but that was, that was me. I wanted to have the degrees. I wanted all this and, and I, I think I'm better for it, but I wish I would have taken him up on that advice. Yeah. Um, but to that point, you know, my brother and I were definitely not as close as, as you and your brother. Um, and, and you know, he's, he doesn't invest or, um, yeah. And we have other family members that, you know, we've invited on the journey and, yeah. um, they're on a different path than us and there's nothing yeah. wrong with that. We invited, we invited my parents and they politely said no. Yeah. We, um, we invited <laughs> one of fine. our, there's nothing wrong with that. Right. It's not for them. It's not for everybody, but it's also, you know, they were raised in a different time. Right. I yeah. mean, it was the, the whole pension thing, work 40 years, one place, get a, get the, get the gold watch, whatnot. That That's was it. very much the, the speech we got. So. Yeah. My, um, we have a family member and, uh, he was unemployed. So we invited him to come out for the summer, told him, I'd pay him, I'd give him a place to stay, I'd make sure he was fed, and we'd teach him how to do what we did. Um, and instead of doing that, he worked at a water park. Good for him. <laughs> and, and you're like, and, and that family member has kids. And you're like, yeah, I don't know if that was the best. Like, I'm sure it was, as always, people are doing the best for them. Um, yeah. But man, I, how different could their life have been if they came out and you know, saw what we did, how we do what we do. Guys, what, it, it wasn't meant for them, right? So it's the it's the eighth of the, no. And, and if you're one of those people who try to bring other people along with you, you cannot get upset when somebody says no. I, I can't right? I can't do it for you. It's the eighth, yeah. and we already have a contract. So in a week, yeah, <laughs> you know, uh, the eighth of January. In one week, I have maybe I shouldn't put a date on there. You, you guys, we might not release for months, but uh, no, in, that's one, fine. That's in fine. one week we have a contract. Okay, yeah. sell one contract for five grand. Do it again next week. Yep. That's awesome. Uh, so the reason I bring up your breath, any for, cause there's so many podcasts out there about talking about investing with family members, not investing with family members, any advice for somebody who has a brother or sister or sibling that they're trying to work together. What are some of those things that you and your brother fight about and, and how do you guys resolve those, those issues? Um, yeah. I mean, obviously we have disagreements. It's just yeah. going to happen. What, I have to realize is that we're building something that's going to last for 300 years. And so, yeah. uh, what color Did you come up with this phrase, by the way, I don't know. Uh, nothing just, I say is nothing. I say is original. Let's just assume that uh, me either. All right. So, but so that is my big goal, right? Is to, pr to, to create 300 years of generational wealth. I got it from somewhere on Facebook and I'm, I'm willing to bet. I'll take dollar. I'll, it. It was you. <laughs> I'll take the, I'll take the, the assignment. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> uh, no, but it's, it's, uh, I, I want to create for 300 years and people are like, well, why not 400? Right. Snarkily. Well, if, if it doesn't last 300, then nothing else matters. Like if it can prolong 300 years, it can withstand anything. Yeah. Um, how different are we today than the environment was 300 years ago? So 300 years in the future, we'll have that change times something like it'll be exponentially more, but yeah. When we're planning for Friday, right? Changes matter in that short time span, right? Like if we're trying to, if we're trying to get to Vegas by Friday, well, we got to start taking action today. And it makes a difference if I, if I turn left or right coming out of my neighborhood, when I have 300 years to get there, it doesn't matter. Like the, the disagreements we have are so, so minuscule because we have such a long reaching uh, vision. What color we paint a wall? has zero effect when I'm planning for 300 years. If I'm planning for just this one flip and we have to do one flip together, then it matters what color we paint the walls because we need a resale. But when we're planning for 300 years, it just doesn't matter. And so when you approach it from like that perspective of guys, there's so, so little things that actually matter that you need to get upset about. He can just be right. And he does the same thing for me. Like there's just such, yeah. Hey, Taylor's right on this one. Yeah. Hey, you know, I'm, I, I'm not sure which one's right. Um, we, we segregate our business. So like he's got his, his, um, projects. <laughs> I've got another cough coming. <laughs> <laughs> it's all right. Man. <laughs> Radio edit. Yeah. <laughs> um, so, uh, he, you know, we've got different projects we work on. So Ed's got his projects and I've got my projects. When his projects come in, he has nine tenths of a vote on it. Hmm. 
I can weigh in on it and we'll check in from time to time. And okay, how's that project going? Yeah. Okay. Hey, here's what I think. And he'll just pull up the Trump card and go, um, Hey, this is, this is my project. This is what I'm doing. <laughs> and I, there's like, I mean, we have a little bit of, of give and take and then like, sure. we, we call it, I can come up with a veto, right? Like I can veto something if I have to, he can veto something on my projects, but in general, it's his project. Yeah. It, if somebody was to call me on it and be like, Hey, what's Ed doing? I don't know. Yeah. Give him a call. Let, let me know. Let me know what he's doing because <laughs> I know that he's doing the best for us, us and our family. Yeah. And, and I'm doing the same. And you make a very interesting point. Something I have not thought about is that you, you, you say he gets to be right sometimes and I get to be right sometimes. And I think when I think back to when my brother and I worked together and we decided, Hey, this isn't going to work. Um, I had to be right always. I'm okay never being right. And and I have grown a lot since then. <laughs> Sometimes I want to – and it wasn't more or less uh, I need to be right. Is I just want to be have the credit, right? And now I don't, we don't care, we don't care who about gets the credit. who gets the credit. Now I, And that has been one of the best things for me to grow personally. And, and this may be another one of your quotes, but it's – you can't imagine how much you can accomplish when you don't care about who gets the credit. That is not my quote. I don't know who it is. <laughs> hey, we'll, we'll put it in the show notes. That is a quote, but it's, um, guys, I, I don't care who gets the credit. Yeah. What I do care is that we continue on a daily basis to increase either our cash on hand or the cash flow that we receive. Yeah. And if, if anyone just did that for their whole entire life, they would be fine. The problem we get into is we get uh, in negotiating, we call it, um, I'm going to even use the wrong term here, but uh, we, it's like bracketing or benchmarking, right? Um, anchoring, price anchoring. Yeah. In, in negotiating, we call it price anchoring. And um, we get set on, well, minimum wage is $7.50 an hour, right? And so for the rest of your life, what you do is you compare your wage to minimum wage mm. for the rest of your life. And you think, well, the further I get away from minimum wage, the better I'm going to do. I'm making $30 an hour and you're <laughs> yeah. like $30 an hour. Isn't anything you should be focusing on $300 an hour, yeah. but because we're taught to price anchor and 750 was the price anchor. I'm Excellent doing great. Point. Yeah. And so, uh, we're just trying to grow our cash and our cash flow. We use creative solutions to do that. We buy, um, we don't even see that we buy real estate. We buy income streams. Most yeah. of our income streams happen to be in real estate. Yeah. But we have businesses as well that do the same thing and, you know, continue to grow and look for those opportunities. Yeah. Yeah. That's again, love it. Love it. Taylor, I I've, uh, we've got to wrap up here, man. Thank you for joining me so early this morning. <laughs> I laugh cause it's not early for me. I know it's early for you, but, uh, I, I do appreciate it and doing it in such quick time. Cause I think I reached out just a couple of days ago and you said, Oh yeah, let's do this. So, I'm going to reach out to Jay just for the team listening. I'm going to reach out to Jay tonight at like 1130 and be not. like, Hey, I've got a couple more hours. Jay just want to see if you want to jump on the podcast and see the, the reverse response. You will not get a response. <laughs> Awesome. Hey, well, uh, again, for anyone looking to reach me, um, yes. Taylor Pugh, our, um, I, I'm lifting it up so you can see, but we don't have video. Um, our podcast is the Kings and Queen City. You can find us on the socials under that. So uh, Facebook, Instagram, all of that. Kings and Queen City. Taylor Pugh, my number is 704-728-7880. Um, tell, me that you saw me, tell me that you heard me on Jay's stuff, and uh, I'd love to interact with any of you. Jay, thank you so much for the platform and allowing me to be here. Absolutely. I think you're challenging me without knowing this. I've never given out my cell phone number. Uh, and I'm like, man, can can I have a guest on that does that and not do it myself? So, <laughs> I, I mean, I'll, it's, it's, it's scary uh, at first. <laughs> yeah, it's scary at first. But here's the, here's the thing. Like, <clears throat> people in our business talk a lot about, like, getting phone numbers for uh, campaigns and stuff. And, like, yeah. I just have one number. Yeah. Like I, I don't need, I don't need to remember 14 different numbers. My, my wife calls that same number. So here's the deal. 
I can block your call if you be, become annoying or intrusive. Or... <laughs> yeah. Hey, you can reach out to me. I, a matter of fact, I am going to text you when we, uh, when we hang up here, just of course. So you have my number, but, uh, yeah, my phone goes into do not disturb at nine o'clock at night because hey, that, that's I value really... that sleep. And that's what allows me to get up at four forty-five in the morning. So <laughs> I'm, I'm going to plug for the follow on session guys yeah. on the next session with Jay. <laughs> I'm going to talk about why you use do not disturb next time I'm on. Why not to? Why? I'm going to talk about why you use do not disturb. Oh, and yeah. The, and the story of the 44 calls I woke up to. <laughs> on the next episode. On the next episode. Absolutely. Let's do that. Taylor, thanks again so much. And uh, I will, I'll talk to you soon.